Brand fam, welcome back to Traditions vs. Truths Part 2. Let's go. You have a scripture? Oh, I'll share it. Um, tradition. Um, mm -hmm. When tradition becomes more important than truth, this is uh, what happens. Uh, Matthew 7, 21. And I think it's one of the scariest passages in the whole Bible. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name, drive out demons in your name, and do many miracles in your name? Yeah. Then I will denounce to them, then I will announce to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you lawbreakers. Doers of evil. That that's uh, that's scary right there. Yeah. Um, but that's what happened when we follow tradition and not truth. When when tradition becomes our god, and, and they're going to be surprised. I mean, those people like they are surprised in that moment. This is what Jesus is describing. Then you're like, wait, we did all this. It's like, hey, doers of evil. Yeah. Get away from me. Yeah. I never knew you. Right. That's that's scary. And, and what we're talking as we wrap it up today, we're talking about traditions, not God's law. Because that's why we talk about truth. You know, it's traditions that man made, not God's law. Because God's law, even though none of us like to follow law, none of us like to follow the rules, most of us are speeding above the speed limit most of the time. We don't like rules as humans, but when we have a relationship, we follow the rules because of the relationship we have. But we're not talking about laws that God gives because that's what it means, truth. And this is why it's important for all of our hearers, especially youth. If you are not informed of what this book says... If you don't know the law of God, the, 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 the word of God, the truth of God, you will be deceived. Mm -hmm. Someone yeah. will say, if you want to be saved, you have to use a three-piece suit <laughs> or you have to use a hat or skinny jeans, you know, and you'll believe it because yeah. you haven't read it. So you must be ready. You must read the word of God so you can find yourselves ready. And that's why we want to help. That's why we want to walk with you. And this is what 2 Timothy uh, 2.15 says about this. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved. A worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. And when we do that, then we honor our pastor and our leaders because, ah, yeah, yeah, that's a preference. Okay. That's not going to save me. That's not going to bother me. You know, pastor, you want me to wear a three-piece suit? Yes, sir. I want you. Can you go buy it for me? Because I'm broke. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You know, so we can't be real. Sure. And, or, you know, and, and uh, so, but it's honoring our leaders, but being informed because some of these traditions can make yeah. us dishonor God. Can I, yeah. truth 
can also become a tradition. We do this, this, and this because my parents told me so. Mm -hmm. I believe this, this, and this because that's what I was told. It's still a truth, but it has become a tradition. Um, And when it's just a tradition, there's no foundation to it. You can't back it up. So when somebody comes to challenge, hey, why do you believe that sex before marriage is sinful? My, 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 my grandma told me, my, my mom, my dad said, right? It's, it's just been a handed down. It's a truth that was taught to you, but if there's no foundation to you, it's just a tradition. And I think this is where I find myself in the last five, 10 years growing up. I, I, as you guys heard in prior episode, I, I messed up a lot. Um, but I, on, I tried to honor my parents in the process. And I did a lot of things because my parents asked me to. And then there came a transition where it was God like, okay, now you, you've walked under your parents' guidance. Now it's time for you to walk in my truth on your own. And in that process, I've been like, okay, God, I'm trusting you. This is what I've been taught. Last five, 10 years, it's been like, let me find where the foundation of what I believe is. And I, it's not a deconstructing uh, uh heart no i just i just want to know why i I believe this i know it's truth because i've seen it be truth i've seen it um survive through tests that i've gone through right so but i just want to see where it's at in the word and be able to back it up so if you believe things but you don't know where it's at in the word you're just following a tradition it's a truth and it stands and there's a time that yes you're just submitting to your parents and and following that because you don't understand but you got to find it in here also um last thing that's been on my heart when we talked about this going to church on sundays becomes a tradition Mm. (laughs) um i know we're close on time but no 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 it's okay we we probably split this this episode (laughs) in two because we we already don't uh, quit your spirit now no 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 so this is good this is good because because i got a a couple more things to say so (laughs) truth i'm sorry going to church becomes a tradition you just go in you check out you don't hear You, you don't listen. And that is such a dangerous place to be. Um, I, I hope I can deliver this correctly. Um, let me let me go here um, to Jeremiah 5, 20. It says, Announce this to the descendant, descendants of Jacob and pro- proclaim it in Judah. Listen. Hear this, you foolish and senseless people who have eyes but do not see, mm. who have ears but but do not hear. And I'll just leave it there. So have any of you ever uh, lived next to uh, uh, train tracks? I yeah. haven't. Close-ish. Yeah. Okay. But not okay. Like right next to it. Yeah. So when you yeah. initially move in, yeah. Yeah. you notice it. The train, right? right? Yes. It, did it wake you up in the morning or in the middle of the night? All the time. All the time. Yeah. Did there come to a point where it didn't wake you up? Yeah. It, it just becomes normal. Yeah. Because so what's happening? You you you're ignoring it, right? Yeah. Desensitized. Yeah. yeah. So for me, eight um, months of that <laughs> it finally <laughs> went Ca- away. Counting. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, uh, I this really hit when uh, Luca, my son, was born, and at first, like I'd hear a, a, 
tiny little movement in the monitor and I'm awake. Like, is he okay? Like, you know what? Um, cause my wife is exhausted. She's, she's been breastfeeding him. So I'm like trying to take care of as much as I can for her. When I went back to work, my wife said, Hey, you need to sleep. I got it at this point. Don't worry. Some mental switch in my head. It didn't take very long, but I was like, okay, now I can ignore it. And soon enough in a couple days, I was sleeping. He she was like, "Hey, wake up!" <laughs> he was crying next to me. She's like, "Hey, did uh, did Luke and I wake you up last night?" Wait, he was really fussy. Oh, nope, I I slept through it. Right? Here's the danger of having eyes but not seeing, having ears but not hearing. When you go to church as tradition, you are just showing up, sitting, blanking out. You clap through some songs. Maybe you catch one or two amens. You chime in, amen, right? Yeah. But you're not listening. <clears throat> you right. become desensitized yeah. to the word. Yeah. And so you, God may be speaking, but you no longer hear. Mm. And you may be here. And that's, a, that, that's scary to me because to, I've been there. Mm-hmm. Of just like coming up to church, doing everything I need to do. And then you asked me Monday what my dad or my mom preached about. Uh, Maybe I might give you the message title because that's when I listened and then after that I cut them off. But that's scary. God is speaking to you and you you have no ears to hear. You have ears, but they do not hear. You have eyes, but you do not see. It's because we become desensitized. So if you're showing up to church out of tradition, either... Stop it and recognize that what you're doing and why you're there. I don't know if I can say this or just get out. Like, stop faking it. If, if all you're doing is faking it and you're in a trap thinking that you're in the good when you could, that lifestyle would lead to Matthew 7, 21, 22, and 23. Right. Get away from me. I never knew you. But God, I went to all church services. But God, I went to the Bible study. But God, I even went to that prayer vigil. I, I didn't fall asleep. I stayed up till 5 a.m. I, 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 was, I, was, I was paying attention. I never knew you. Yeah. So don't go to church out of tradition. Yeah. Go to church out of truth that it is important for us to be together mm. as believers. And that that has value. Uh, I'm out. I love that. Yeah. Man, it's uh, yeah. uh we got another hour. <laughs> so watch this. Um you grew up in the church, you grew up with your parents, you know the Bible, you know all the stuff, you heard the messages and but when I really came to ministry, that's one thing that I like God, I know all of the traditions, all of the stuff that I was passed on to me. And it's like that game sometimes that I tell you something and you tell Andy something and someone tells yeah, tell the, telephone. You know. <laughs> so it's like that game when, when it gets to the end, yeah. it might not be what I said right. that gets passed on. And 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 that's what it, it becomes. Yeah. So I, I told the Lord, I said, I, I need to go to Bible college. Uh, as a leader, if I am going to lead your people, yeah. I need to educate myself. Uh, I, I got to put away. So I went into Bible college without, this is what I believe. I went with open-minded, okay, teach me. Mm. 
teach me the word of God. And uh, it, man, it opened up my eyes on so many things that I'm like, we used to fight over this? And the, the word doesn't support this. Yeah. The word doesn't really say this. And, uh, and, and you get cut on that. Uh, the other thing is, you know, when you, when, when you said this, uh, it's really important, especially for uh, people that think that coming to church will save them. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if we're really true, what changed us is not coming to church on Sunday. We, we have talked about our junk. What changed us is that the Holy Spirit was working in us through someone, through his word. Not because we came on, because I I have been in church Mm -hmm. since I was born all this time and nothing changed. (laughs) But it was until, you know, because of people, because of the Holy Spirit, then I changed. Until I made that decision, I spoke to the youth yesterday. I said, one choice can mess everything up for you. One choice. It did it for Adam and Eve. One choice. So uh, the other thing is, as you were speaking, and this is the beauty of having these conversations, because God's speaking to us in in what's going on in our lives. We have leaders sometimes. We have people sometimes uh, that um, come to church maybe because you need them. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, very upfront with people um, Many times I've told look, dude, I love you, but I don't need you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to church yeah. activities, and right. but God doesn't need us. Mm-hmm. Yep. He wants us to want him. We need him. But when it comes to church, he wants to use us. Right. He wants us you know, to shine, but we need him. But we have that mentality, it's I just come to church because they need me. No, no, we need God. We need God. You're out there, you're depressed, you're sad, Mm -hmm. you're empty, you're lonely. You need God. I need God. You think you're the only one that is depressed empty and lonely sometimes man sometimes i'm i'm depressed mm-hmm. sometimes i'll tell elsa man is it is this is hard <laughs> but only because i have the spirit of god who convicts me and, and strengthens me if not i give up because yeah. this life is not easy and the danger is when you get to that point where you don't get you don't feel God anymore. It's okay when you when you're when you're messing up and you still feel hearing that voice that said, "Don't do it, don't do it." It's a dangerous place when you don't hear that voice anymore. 
you should worry when you don't hear that voice anymore. Right. That conviction. Yes. Tradition says that you as a pastor can't go through weak times. Yeah. Tradition says that you as a leader, you're always super strong. That's yeah. what tradition says. Yeah. Tradition says you as a pastor, you never mess up. Right? Yeah. That yeah. that's yeah. that's tradition right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's not true. Yeah. That's not true. Um I mean, is it uh Elijah or Elisha that uh runs and hides from uh it's a lie. Shh. No, it's Elijah. Elijah. Yeah, yeah. He runs and hides. He's yeah. scared. Yeah. He's scared of uh, King uh, Ahab's wife. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on, Bible scholars. That lady. That <laughs> lady. <laughs> that lady. Um, uh, yeah, uh, her. Her. Yeah, that lady. Um, Kings. The Book of Kings. Uh, uh, he yeah. is scared. He's, He's scared after yeah. after uh, all the 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 prophets of Baal get slaughtered. After God brings down fire from heaven, one of the coolest, most amazing uh, passages in the Bible, um, he's scared. Like, he just had a a huge victory. Fire just came from heaven on an altar that had tons of water during a drought. Like, (laughs) this guy was crazy. He was asking them to bring water when there's a drought going on. It's the most precious resource in the moment. And who puts water on wood when you have to light it up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And fire from yeah. heaven comes down. Yeah. Like, hey, if God's got your back, like, that's a clear sign of God's on your side. Right. That happens, and yeah. he's scared. Of Jezebel. Jezebel. That's it. The Google Bible. That's it. <laughs> Spirit of Jezebel. <laughs> she, he's, he's scared of her. And yeah. runs yeah. and hides. And God is, God knows us. Um, and he, he, that's when he, he goes, Mount, is it Mount Horeb where he goes yeah. and hides? And uh, yep. it's that gentle whispering mm-hmm. that gets him. Yeah. Mount Carmel. So no Dang, one, no, all the scholars thank you, thank don't, you. don't, don't, yeah. Sorry, scholars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I have not been yeah. to Bible no. school. I I slept since then. There's the song on top of Mount Carmel. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I slept since then. But tradition says no. You as a pastor, you can't. You 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 have to be strong all the time. Um, You cannot show any weakness. You never sin. You never fall. But man, we are we are we are just humans. Um, and we need God. Yes, there's a responsibility and leadership, yeah. but I just I still need God. Yeah. I, I still have times where I feel like I'll tell my I, I've I've told my pastor, which is my mother, as well. I've told my wife, like if it wasn't for which is your boss as well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. I. I uh, I have a lot of women that I uh, yeah. have to submit to. Yeah, sorry, amen. sorry. Amen. Um, I've I've told my wife my, and my pastor, uh, if it wasn't for a clear conviction that I have of that I'm supposed to be at the church that I'm at, I would have left a long time ago. Because mm-hmm. like I've gotten frustrated. I've been like, I'm done. Like, this is, I'm over it. 
I'm frustrated. I'm mad. Yeah. Uh, on Sunday, on, on my way to, to to play at the youth night, um, I was fired up in my car. Um, I, w- I wasn't able to, to translate, and, and there's a, a couple, an uh, English-speaking couple, that come to our church sometimes, and so I usually translate for the pastor, and I had to leave. So I had told him before, hey, I'm not going to be able to. I'm sorry. I hope the Holy Spirit helps you so you can yeah. get <laughs> some, right? So as I'm leaving, the pastor asks, hey, will somebody go sit next to them? You don't have to come up here and translate because that's yeah. a little more pressure, right? But can somebody just go sit by him and try to help him? Right. No one moved. Wow. wow. And again, she said it just in case you didn't understand Spanish. Yeah. Let me just say it again. No one. Nobody. And I was just. Fired you up. I was fired up. I was yeah. mad. Like I had to walk out the back exit because if I would have gone through the front. Um, you would slap someone. Uh, somebody was going to see an angry you face. Yeah. Close to a mic. <laughs> I, w- I, w- I would have punched a wall again. Um, <laughs> and I was mad. Um, and, and then I was able to talk to my team afterwards and, and discuss mm-hmm. it. But I had, to, I had to come down. I had mm-hmm. to talk to them. But there's real emotions in there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, tradition says, no, you have to keep it together all the time. You have to have all, everything right. Yes, my heart is yeah. to walk. And everything that honors God, that's my heart. But I'm still human, and I'm still going to fall and mess up. And that's the truth. I need God. So, yeah, let's let's wrap it up. Uh, This is a great subject because we are human beings trying to do the best we can to honor our Father. Mm -hmm. And uh, we get broken. And... Not until one of these days we're trying to educate ourselves. We're going to seminars, uh, so so you know, uh, mental health seminars, and and trying to to find out what's going going on with this instrument, which is happens to be the brain, which it happens to be an organ, uh, and and we'll talk to you guys more about that maybe on an episode. But all of us go through sadness, depression, loneliness, and and. Uh, a, we need God, we need the Holy Spirit, we need His Word, and we need His people. And uh, a tradition can sometimes push us away from mm-hmm. all the things that we need mm. for us to survive in this world. Yeah. Yeah. So let's wrap it up. Thank you guys for, for uh, listening to us. Uh, I don't know where we cut it. Maybe we'll split it in half. But um, yeah, we'll probably do part one and part two and. Uh, uh, leave you guys uh, uh, with that because I believe uh, you have to hear this whole season, this this whole episode. Episode, uh, but uh, in our busy lives, I understand that I don't want you to be there for more than one hour. But if you want to, that's fine. But listen for twenty minutes, come back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's important uh, uh, because we don't want to be deceived. Yeah. At the same time. We want to honor God. Mm-hmm. We want to honor our leaders. We want to respect. We want to honor God's word that is true. Yeah. Not my desires sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I, I, I could be, I, I like sometimes this this month, some things this month and some other things the next month. Uh, so why should I expect from you to like 
what I like, but God's desires. And, and that's, uh, that's the desire that you walk this life with him. Mm. So one of you guys want to pray us out. If we don't have anything else, Andy, you had something else or we're good. I think we just need, before we pray, just make sure to encourage people to pray for your pastor too. Yeah. Because um, your pastor is expected to uphold traditions. Your pastor is expected to carry all the weight. There's all the common misconceptions that, you know, Javier uh, mentioned and none of it's true. Uh, you realize how high the suicide rate is for pastors? Yeah. You realize how high the retirement rate is for pastors? How many pastors are getting out of the ministry because nobody wants to step up and do anything? You know, nobody wants to wants to volunteer. No, you know, there's a million reasons. So pray for your pastor. That may be your father. That may be, that may be your mother. That may be um, a family member. may not be whoever it is. Yeah. Pray for your pastor. Um, can I throw this in just yeah. real quick? Um, there's people that can deal with breaking up tradition. There's people that aren't in authority to do it. Yeah. yeah. So what you're saying is very true. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's a weight on the pastor. Um, like there's conversations I've had with my pastor and I've shared, Hey, can we look at the Bible? Right. Right. And we have conversations, but there's a point where I have to just stop and be like, okay, it, it's now on my pastor. Right. So, you were absolutely right. I, me as a uh, serving in my church, I, there's places that I can't say we're going to break this off. No, that that's the pastor. And yeah. What yeah. you're seeing is so important to pray for our pastors yes. that God would give them wisdom, that God would open their eyes right. Right. to see the things that are Amen. not truths. And, and I have seen this in, in the legislation with legislators that they're being pulled from every side. Yes. And, and, I, and I know that's true for pastors. Uh, but it, it goes because, for that. Because they're being pulled by yeah. different different yes. traditions, different people. And this is another subject for another day, <laughs> just hey, for pastors. Hey, but tradition says pastors have to do it all. Yeah, he needs to be the plumber. He needs to be the electrician. He needs to be the nurse. He needs to be the counselor. He needs to be the hospital. I'm, a, I'm just going to get comfortable. Yeah, you guys yeah, think yeah. you're ending, but yeah. Yeah, this episode so, good so thing. He, he, Let's he, talk he, about utility pastors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, he's just a guy. The he, pastor has to just, sacrifice she, their family. She, she's just right. a, a, a woman. She She's a mother. He's yeah. a father. Uh, they're just human beings trying yes. to obey God's call in their lives to right. try to do the best they can with you, yeah. but they they are they have lives, yeah. and we have. I'm a different kind of pastor. I tell people, I'm teaching you how to heal yourself. You can go straight to God. You don't need to come to me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, sometimes it's like, can you pray for me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you prayed for you? Yeah. You know, uh, I'll pray for you. I'll always pray for you. But you have the same connection yes. to go to God. Right. The same way I can go to God, you can go to God. There's this uh, one thing. I'll be praying with you, but... You know, don't trust in my mm. prayer to be the, you know, <laughs> this mighty, powerful prayer that will heal you. No, no, right. you, your faith, you know, w- w- would would be the one that a- be answered. Yeah. Not my prayer, you know, it's your faith. 
<laughs> and, and a lot of people expect that the pastors do do this all the miracles it's like god's the one that does something with your faith right. my faith your faith yeah but um, don't expect your pastor to be like elisha calling fire down <laughs> on the mountain <laughs> jesus know. died on the cross the veil was torn from top to bottom yeah right, right. we yeah. have access to the father is there importance Amen. in community absolutely yes, yes there is importance in community We've already talked about that. That's been the first four episodes. But you you can talk to God the Father, who is almighty and powerful, yes. just as much as your pastor. Yes. Um, can I drop too much traditions? Because they're, they're right here. Um, worship, yeah, yeah, yeah. Worship, we, uh, um, if you play on a worship team, uh, stop the tradition of skipping out on the message. You need the message just as go. much as everyone else. <laughs> I'm uh, leaving, man. I'm leaving. So, We're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, we did our part, man. I, I get it. I get if you have multiple service and you already set on one, you you sit back in the green room. Um, <laughs> but what the heck is it going to hurt to hear the message one more time? Right. Um, yeah. But but definitely, if it's a one service and, and you think you played and you walk out yeah. and the whole worship team and is just on. hanging out, yep. no, stop that. Um, second thing. Just because you're the pastor's kid, tradition says that you're going to be the next pastor. It's not your kingdom. It's not, you, yeah. you're not king of this castle. It's God's kingdom. And if God is calling the pastor's son to be the next pastor, amen. But if he's not, that's okay. Yeah. It may be somebody else. Amen. Um, amen. And for me, like, I'm thankful for my parents. I don't think they ever pushed that on me. Mm. Um, do I believe that's going to be where God? God takes me to, I, I believe that, but it's not because of tradition, but I think tradition puts that pressure. Oh, you're the pastor's kid. Um, you're going to have to be the next pastor. You have to be the youth pastor. No, um, going back to worship, our lives are worship. You can be ministering to people mm. anywhere you're at. Um, yeah. and if God is calling you to ministry, it might not be for another 20 years. Yeah. What are you going to do in the meantime? Yeah. Live off offerings? Else. No, like yeah, somewhere <laughs> yeah. else, right? You may just have to get an eight to four job for the next 20 years, grind yeah. it out there, do ministry there at, at a warehouse, at a vet clinic. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Um, until then, you, you, you still leading people. Hey, let me, uh, let, so, let me, let me so drop one real quick. You have another ready, one ready, there. Ready, I have ready, two ready. more. I don't, gonna, I don't know if this is, this is, pure western you know american church but when you go to church on sunday this sunday sit in a different spot yeah thank you go sit by somebody else that you've never sat by before uh, hey, that's and the pew that to them andy that's the pew or the chair that i bought uh, right you know, it's got my name on <laughs> my title it sounds best in this room right here though no and, and talk to the person that you sit next to that's not your chair that's not your pew that's not your spot Change it up. Change it up. I, I can map man. out where people sit in my church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, being pastor's kid yeah. pushed me away from being a pastor, even though I have a calling to pastor because mm -hmm. I love people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But because of not following tradition yeah. or because of, you know, that, uh, it pushed me away a lot because of the expectations of men. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, that's an important topic. We all have a calling. I tell people, every one of us is in full-time ministry. We just have different kind of ministries. What we are building with Rebrand, my desire, it, it passes beyond us. 
that that someone picks it over if it's our children great if it's not our children great you know but someone continues the vision that god started with us but this is not ours Mm -hmm. we move on god has things for us everywhere we go Mm -hmm. there are seasons in life but if god is calling you don't wait too much you can be 13 and be defeating goliath yes Hmm. you can be 13 and being a daniel you you can be young and still be leading whoever is following you so don't be sensitive to the spirit don't listen to other voices listen to god's spirit god's voice god's word and he will guide you you want some advice ask for advice get wise counsel yes multitude get get multitude counsel get three quarters from the right people that's the problem that we have in this generation we look at everything else outside but god and god's leaders someone asked me this question yesterday i don't think we're gonna uh, finish this podcast part uh, three today (laughs) so someone asked me this question yesterday how do you determine who is a good leader and 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 so i can listen to so i can go to who can be my mentor and i said by their fruits Uh, i elaborated a little bit but by their fruits look at their lifestyle i cannot ask for counsel matthew 7 again (laughs) i cannot ask for counsel for someone to help me with my finances. I cannot ask for someone to help me with my finances. If he's homeless, he's got seven bankruptcies and he has no knowledge about money. Right. I have to go in and ask, you know, whoever is rich, wealthy, and, and very organized budget, and it might not be rich and wealthy, but it's very organized and budget, and, and knows that he don't spend a gum because it's not needed. I'm going to go ask that guy, that person. I'm not going to ask counsel for someone to give me marriage counseling. I had a, had a guy one time trying to give me marriage counseling. He wasn't even marriage, mm-hmm. married. <laughs> so I can, I'm not going to go ask someone that is single to help me with my marriage. I'm going to go ask someone that has 50 years in marriage to help me with my marriage. Mm-hmm. So that's what I told him. And a lot of times we're asking the wrong person. You. You said it right. We're asking the wrong person, so we're making that one choice that ruined our lives. God can still use someone to speak into you that could be single, but that's not, it it has to be God. It has to be God, right? Um, Man, I don't remember if it's Elijah and Elisha, but um, he was telling the king of, can't remember if it's Judah of Israel, I'm sorry, but he was telling where the attack was coming from. This prophet was not a military leader. He had no military background, but God was speaking to him. Correct. And he was telling him, hey, they're going to be attacking from over here. You're ready, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yes, God can use someone that doesn't have experience in that area, but that's that that's those are anomalies that's 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 rare yes yeah like negative negative one (laughs) percent but you want to go to the right people that have um the experience you said finances and this brought up a tradition that was cracking me up uh if on your checks you have a cross 
and on your checks you have the fish, but you're writing checks that are bouncing. Stop with your silly tradition. Like, be better oh, about that. Like, um, oh. if, if you're driving around in your car and it says comments on that. the the <laughs> what is it? If this fish, uh, but you're flipping people off. Um, yeah. Stop with your stupid tradition. Yeah. Like, just get it off your your. Get your, off the sticker. Yeah, get car. the sticker off. Get it off your check. Um, stop with tradition. Yeah, it, it's just uh, man-made uh, ideas that sometimes just uh, ruined us. So, uh, let's let's find truth. Yes. Let's you find know, it'd truth. be fun to, you know, encourage if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, Maybe comment with some other traditions you might see in your church. You know, we can. Yeah, that'd be great. Respectfully. Yeah, don't name drop. Don't name your pastor. Don't name you know, drop. Uh, go, go make up another but it'd uh, be YouTube, interesting. It'd be YouTube interesting name. We don't everybody. want to know where you go to church. <laughs> uh, we, we, we just want to learn. Uh, uh, we just speak of what we know. Yeah. And this is what we've been saying. Uh, we will bring people uh, as we grow our podcast. Uh, other pastors' kids, uh, other professionals, other people that know areas that we w- want to uh, talk about that we believe are helpful for all of us. Yeah. But uh, for now, we'll, we'll speak of what we know. Yeah. All right. Um, you want to pray us out? Andy's, Andy's praying. It's tradition to it's pray. Tradition. <laughs> it's tradition to pray after the this podcast. This is a tradition. We always pray when we end. Yeah, you know, like my heart yeah. would be broken if I couldn't. We, we broke the tradition of praying when we start. So that that was a, a, a big one. But uh, we, we, will, we will hold this truth. Hey, that's where it's at. We do it out of truth. We will tradition. hold this truth that we always go to the Father. Amen. with everything we have Amen. thanking him for what he's done yes. we can say it before we can say it after but we thank him yeah. we thank him for what he gives us to eat mm. we thank him for having us here we thank him yes. so this is why we pray not because it's a tradition We'll pray before sometimes. We'll pray after. We'll pray in the middle. The reason we pray is because it's a truth that he listens to us. But if you're praying because we told you to pray or because everyone prays and this is the way you should pray, then you don't have a relationship. So let's, let's pray. Father, you uh, are so good. And you are holy. You're mighty. You're glorious. We come to you, Father, with with a heart of gratitude. As Harrison just said, we, we come to you. We speak to you. We have dialogue with you. We talk to you. Because we're thankful for what you've done for us and what you are doing in us, how you're using us. Father, search our hearts so that we would never, ever come to you in vain, that we would never treat you, Father, like our special, you know, genie that we just have to rub the lamp and you'll show up. We know that you're here. You are here all the time. We are always in your presence. 
You are an all-knowing. You are an omniscient, omnipresent God, and we thank you for being God Almighty, the one true God who is the creator of the universe, who knows the ins and outs of our lives, who knows how many hairs are on top of our head, who who knows everything about us. Father, you want us to ask and to seek and to knock. And, uh, and your heart and your character shows that you are an opener of the door that we knock on when it's your door. You open so much for us. You provide so much for us. And we just, we don't come to ask right now. We just come to say thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. With gratitude. Yes. We just, we just praise you for, you for what you have done. We thank you for... Um, those who are listening to this podcast or watching us on YouTube and may all glory go to you, Father God. It's about you and you alone. But we lift them up to you. We uh, ask that you would bless them, ask that you would bless their families and their children and anybody who is in their circle of influence, Father God, would you use them uh, in a mighty way uh, for your will and for your glory. God, we pray that... The message that we talked about today would land with softness and gentleness on the hearts of the hearers. That, as uh, as your word uh, said, as we talked about today, that they would have ears to hear and eyes to see. That uh, tradition is um, not, not always a bad thing, but that that it that it can be harmful when it gets in the way of of uh, holding you in the highest regard. And so, help us, Father God, to worship you. Uh, in not tradition mm, yes. help us help us to to make you our true master our true king yes. and not our traditions amen. may you be the one who sits upon the throne of amen. our hearts and not our tradition amen, amen. father may may you be the one who who uh, gets the glory and mm-hmm. we go to first and foremost yes. and not rely on our tradition yes our full reliance is on you yes and so we just we thank you father for for giving us access, as Javi mentioned, that you, you know you tore the veil, and the access has been given to us to go directly to you, just like we are right now. We thank you for that, Father. Father, we pray for our efforts. We pray for this ministry, and that it would touch the lives of many. Um, again, for your glory, God. Be with us now as we go. As we move on to the next thing, Father, may we do so with an attitude of righteousness, an attitude of of holiness, an attitude of sanctification. May we always hunger and thirst for you and you alone. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. 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 Love you guys. All right. See you. Peace. Peace.